What's up, guys? Welcome back to another edition of 101 Sports and Cards. As always, I'm Nathan Hollow, and with me, Jared Dretch. How's everyone going? How's everybody doing? Why do you do that every time? What? Saying going instead of doing. My brain's not working today, really. It's never working. We're going to start out in the NFL, where the season kicks off tomorrow against the Bills and the Rams. That's just one of the highlights of week one, or that we're going to go through a little bit later and give our predictions for who wins. So, first off, some news. Mitch Trubisky was named the starter for the Steelers. Kenny Pickett as the backup. Mason Rudolph is the third string. Is this the right thing for the Steelers to do? I mean, you're not going to have a winning season, so you might as well throw Kenny out there to get some experience. Now, there is some that are saying that they could have a winning season. They could be a lot better than they are. I don't believe they will. I mean, Mike Tomlin's never had a losing season in his career as head coach. But their offensive line's so bad, I like them starting with Trubisky because Trubisky has experience. Yeah. I mean, he led, in his four years as a starter in Chicago, he led the Bears to two postseasons. That's a pretty bad team. Yeah. So, I like this. I believe that Kenny Pickett will eventually become the starter midway through the year, unless they win. If they win, you don't want to get rid of Trubisky. So, and maybe Trubisky can actually show that he's a starting caliber quarterback. again. Zach Wilson is out until week four. There was some rumors that he could be back week one, but Robert Sala, the Jets head coach, this morning announced that he is most likely going to be out until week four. So, that means that week one, we will see Joe Flacco and the Jets take on his old team, the Ravens, in which it will be a Dawson Knox signs a four-year, $53.6 million extension with the Bills. It's very good. For Buffalo, one of the one of the best tight ends in the league, uh, one of Josh Allen's favorite receivers. Week one highlights. We're going to go through some games, do our predictions. So we're going to start out the first game of the week, Bills and Rams, tomorrow night. A lot of people, have, I mean, everybody has the Bills as the Super Bowl favorites. The Rams are one of the favorites in the NFC. Who wins? I have the Bills because we don't know really what Stafford is like. Because he's still injured, isn't he? He's what I heard this morning is that he's not going to be on like a pitch count, so to say, or a throw count that he is expected to play the, the whole game. game. Yeah, and make as many throws as possible. So I don't know. I don't trust Stafford with that. Also, the Rams' backfield is very beat up. Daryl Henderson just got cleared to play, but he's still dealing with an injury. Cam Akers is still injured. I believe he was cleared to play though. But still dealing with a nagging injury. And you're coming off Super Bowl. Usually teams don't do well after coming off Super Bowl. I have the Bills. I mean, on paper, the Bills are the best team in the league. In reality, they're not going to be, in my opinion. But, yeah. Second, we're going to start with some early, an early game. One early game that intrigued me. The Patriots and the Dolphins. You have the Patriots who, on paper, look terrible. But, you know, they have the best coach ever, Bill Belichick. And you have the Dolphins with Tua and his revamped offense, adding Tyreek Hill. Who wins this divisional matchup? I have the Dolphins. Tua's going to tone it up to prove a point to everybody that he deserves a starting spot. I'm also going to go with the Dolphins. The Patriots always seem to, when they play in Miami, they always seem to lose. That will continue this year. Dolphins won this game. I'm going to go with two games in the evening Hours. The Raiders and Chargers. This is two teams in the AFC West that will be battling it out all year for the uh, division win. Uh, this is probably, in my opinion, this is going to be the best game of the weekend. Uh, I mean, you have the revamped Raiders with Devontae Adams coming over. You have the Chargers, whose defense has been, I mean, they got Khalil Mack, J.C. Jackson, who I don't, he might have been cleared. He might have been cleared. Don't 
quote me on that, but I believe he got cleared to play. If not, he'll be back next week. But uh, Herbert versus Carr. Who do you have? I like the Raiders. I'm going to go the Chargers. Surprise, surprise. Yeah. But I'm going to go the Chargers. I think the Raiders are going to they're gonna have to work up to being as good as they are. Their offensive line is not that good. The Chargers, on, I believe the Chargers have the best roster in the NFL. I mean, their defense is a top three defense. Their offense is going to be the number one offense as long as everybody stays healthy. So the Chargers open up with a statement. And you go with another AFC West team and an NFC West team, the Chiefs and the Cardinals. Uh, Chiefs, of course, lost some of their receivers, including Tyree Kill. And the Cardinals have Kyler Murray at quarterback. So, uh, who wins this game? These are two teams that ain't too good, in my opinion. But I'm going with the Chiefs simply because they have a better team than the Cardinals. I'm also going to go with the Chiefs. I don't care that the Cardinals are at home. I don't think... Kyler Murray's not going to have as good of a year as we've seen in the past. I believe that Patrick Mahomes will be able to step it up, and this is a huge proving point for him in game one of the season to prove that. Because, I mean, a lot of people are doubting Mahomes. Like, he's gone from being, like, overrated to, like, underrated right now because nobody's talking about him. Nobody's talking about the Chiefs. This is a good a good game for him to prove that he can work with other receivers not named Tyreek. The uh, final game on Sunday for Sunday night football is the Buccaneers and the Cowboys both have offensive line problems. We will see Tom Brady versus Zach Prescott. Who do you want? You can't have a go against Tom Brady. So I want to go with the Bucs. I mean, Tom Brady's undefeated against the Cowboys. Isn't he? Something like that. I have no idea. It wouldn't surprise me. But uh, I'm also going to go with the Buccaneers. They're, they have a lot better team. The Cowboys, uh, it's going to take them a little bit to work in with Dak not having a good offensive line like he's used to because, I mean, a lot of their guys are hurt or retired or moved on. And uh, also, he has no weapons besides C.D. Lamb and Dalton Schultz. And I don't know who their third receiver is because Michael, Gall- Michael Gallup's still hurt. James Washington's also hurt. And then, of course, you have Zeke in the backfield. I do like Tony Pollard coming out of the backfield. Tony Pollard, if you have not done your NFL draft, fantasy draft, which most of you probably have. Uh, I would definitely take Tony Pollard if he's available. Unfortunately, I do not have him in any league, which is unfortunate. I do not have this one on here, but uh, Monday Night Football for ESPN. First first time we'll see Joe Buck and Troy Aikman on ESPN. It's going to be hard. I'm going to have to have like two TVs set up for Monday Night Football games this year. I mean, you got to watch Joe and Troy get hammered in the booth, the regular booth, and then you got to have Eli and Peyton on another TV just, like, cussing out and flipping off the, everybody. So, I mean, Monday Night Football is going to be rough. Let's put them together. But they should. But uh, Monday Night Football is the return of Russell Wilson to Seattle. Of course, this weekend is uh, the first time ever that we've had three starting quarterbacks play against their old teams. Week one with Baker against the Browns, Wilson against the Seahawks, and Joe Flacco against the Ravens. And if you count it, it would be four, although it's not week one, but Sean Watson, his first game with his new team, will be played week 13 against the Texans. So, can Seattle even come close to the Broncos? <laughs> I agree with this one. You're starting Geno Smith at quarterback. You know there's a problem. Yeah. Sorry, Seahawks fans. So, uh, NFL's back. Let's go. Uh, I'll definitely be watching the Bills and Rams game while I'm at work tomorrow. So if any of you listening that works at Edwardsville Target, don't don't bother. Uh, so we're going to move on to baseball. Max Scherzer was put on the I.L. by the Mets. The Mets have been struggling against very bad teams. They almost got swept by the Nationals, and then they almost got swept by the Pirates, although they won today in the first game of the doubleheader, which 
Gives them a half a game lead over the Braves in the NL East that was tied before that game. Will they win the division? No. I'm also going to go with no. The Braves are a better team yeah. overall. And the, the Mets have a lot of injury problems, especially with starting pitching. It just seems like they have the worst luck with starting pitching injuries. Yeah. And it's sad that Scherzer had to go on the other. The Yankees' AL East lead is down to four and a half games over the Tampa Bay Rays only a six-game lead over the Blue Jays. And by the way, the Blue Jays with six games, they have a three-game lead over the Orioles for the final wild card spot. So there's a possibility that the Yankees might not even make the playoffs if they continue to play terrible like they have. Of course, Aaron Judge is up to 55 home runs, but who wins the AL East? I'm going Tampa Bay. I'm also going to go Tampa Bay. Bad thing for the Rays, though, under Franco. Still left his uh, rehab start. With more pain, so he's going to be out even longer. Second straight rehab game that he has left after re-injuring himself. It's not looking good for Wander. The Cardinals have won eight of their last ten games. They lead the Brewers by eight and a half games. The NL Central's done. Yeah. The only good thing the Brewers had going is that Christian Yelich hit a 499-foot home run last night in Coors Field, which is the longest in a while. Yeah. But it's Coors Field. I think a baby could do it. Pujols is up to 695 home runs. Good for him. He ain't hitting 700, and unless he plays every game. Let's say mine. I mean, they. I did watch the game yesterday while I was at work because you know I had to rep my Nationals, and of course we lost, which it's a shocking. You know, ended our three-game win streak, longest win streak of the year. Uh, but uh, he was playing, he was starting, and they had Alex Dickerson starting in the outfield, so he took over DH, and it was against a righty because uh, crap, who did? I think it was Jonah Dome pitched, and he's a righty. Yeah. Moving so. on to the WNBA. The uh, Aces beat the Storm last night to advance to the finals. Of course, that marked Sue Bird's last game ever. A great career for her. So, congrats on a great career, Sue. You will be missed in the WNBA family by watching you play. Becky Hammond becomes the first first-year uh, head coach to reach the finals. She also became the first former player that turned coach to reach the finals as a player, which she did with the San Antonio Stars, who then turned into the Aces after they relocated. And now she is there again as head coach. And today, Asia Wilson was announced that she was already Defensive Player of the Year, but she has won her second straight MVP award. Congrats to her. On the other side, the Sun Force at Game 5 against the Sky in a complete blowout in Game 4. I believe it was 105-80, to 80, so... I don't see either of these teams beating the Aces. All right, college football. Ohio State took down Notre Dame 21 to 10. I was completely wrong. I said it'd be like 60 to nothing. But uh, Notre Dame didn't look that bad in the first half. They looked terrible in the second half. They were up 10 to 7 at halftime. Georgia downed Oregon 49 to 3 at this point. Oregon was the third ranked team, and Oregon was the. Georgia was the third-ranked team. Oregon was the 11th-ranked team. Oregon shouldn't even be ranked after this. I don't believe they are. Uh, Bo Nix, or Bo Picks, as his new nickname is, who transferred from Auburn to Oregon to be their quarterback, uh, looked terrible. And Georgia looks like they are the best team in college football once again. Florida upsets number 7 Utah, 29-26. to Of course, this now puts Florida inside the top 12. In the new rankings, the new rankings are Alabama 1, Georgia is number 2, 3 is Ohio State. I was surprised. Ohio State beat the 5th ranked team in the country and fell. It's very interesting to me. But, I mean, what Georgia did to Oregon was impressive. Uh, Number 4 is Michigan. Clemson, even though they won against Georgia Tech, fell to number 5. They won convincingly against Georgia Tech. 
But Michigan also won convincingly against uh, Colorado State, I believe. I watched that game. It was like 55-7, to 7, I believe. Great game to watch. And, of course, uh, Notre Dame fell to 8 and Florida climbs to 12. So this weekend, games, uh, number one, Alabama takes on Texas in Texas. So uh, who wins this game? I'm going upset. I'm going Texas. I wanted to go upset. I can't pick against Alabama or Bryce Young. So, Alabama. Number 24, Tennessee against number 17, Pitt. Pitt struggled in their first game of the season in the backyard brawl. It, it did not look good. Keaton Slovis didn't look that good. Uh, of course, the new guy coming over from USC to replace Kenny Pickett there. Uh, but Pitt, Pitt's still a solid team. Who do you have? I got Tennessee. I'm going to go with Pitt. Number 20, Kentucky versus the new number 12, Florida Gators. Florida. I'm going to go upset Kentucky. Florida is, uh, I mean, you can beat Utah. Utah's not that good. I don't get how they were seven anyway. But Kentucky, this is the first time Kentucky's been ranked in football for a long time. I remember when they had, like, two wins in a season, and then Lynn Bowden became their starting quarterback when he was a running back and led them to a winning season. Now they're ranked. Final uh, top matchup between two top 25 teams. Number nine, Baylor versus number 21, BYU. Baylor. Baylor. By a mile. Who are they going to? NASCAR. Eric Jones played the spoiler. He won the first playoff race at Darlington, marking the 200th career win for the number 43 car. Of course, Petty had 195 of them. He won after Truex and Kyle Busch both had mechanical problems. Truex had a uh, overheated due to a piece of debris knocking a belt off. And Kyle Busch with 20 laps to go blew a motor on the pace line. So very tough for both of them. Of course, Truex's not in the playoffs. Kyle Busch is. He is right now on the cut line, I believe. Kevin Harvick, another guy who had a tough race when his car burst into flames, which is not what NASCAR wants, and they're supposed to be looking into it, but they probably won't because have they looked into any safety things this year? No. So uh, Kevin Harvick, my pick to win the championship, is now, I believe he's like 20 points back of the cut line. But two very good racetracks for him, Kansas and Bristol, coming up. Of course, Kansas is this weekend. Who wins? Kyle Lawson. He loves Kansas. I'm going to go a different dirt track guy. Yeah, he finished third last week. Tyler Reddick. Tyler Reddick. Scott McLaughlin won at Portland and IndyCar. Now that cut him into the points lead. He's now back. Could possibly win the championship. Most likely not. The Firestone Grand Prix of Monterey is this weekend. It's the last race of the season. I'm going to give you the point standings right now. Or we make predictions. Will Power enters with a 20-point lead over Scott Dixon and Joseph Newgarden. Who wins at Monterey? It is a double points race. 20 points seems like a lot, but racing, it's really not. And also double points. Yeah. I'm going Joseph Newgarden. He's been the best besides Will Power all year. And I think it will go good for Newgarden. I'm also going to go with Newgarden. I picked him for the championship a few weeks ago. Uh, I believe he gets it done. And he will capture what is fourth championship. Like that, yeah. Of course, Scott Dixon looking for his seventh, and Will Powers looking for his second. Max Verstappen won the Dutch Grand Prix after Mercedes decided to run a terrible strategy, in which my pick would have been right because Lewis Hamilton would have won. But of course, did that happen? The Italian Grand Prix is this weekend. You already know that I'm taking Lewis Hamilton because eventually he's going to win. Who wins? Oh, Max Verstappen again. He's had the best call. It's the, it's the same picks every week. We yeah. shouldn't even make predictions. It's for Stefan and yeah. Lewis Hamilton. One of these days, Lewis will win. And I will finally be right. 
you just take the easy way out and pick the best driver all year. Yeah. Serena loses after taking down number two, whoever it was. She lost in the next round. Coco Golf is out also the U.S. Open. Nadal is upset by Tiafo, who actually made it to the finals. It's the ends the drought of U.S. men to not make the finals. So finally, somebody does. Curios upset Medvedev, but then lost to Kachinov. Uh, PGA, have not talked about it in a while after the FedEx Cup. Uh, the President's Cup is in two weeks. Kevin Kisner, Max Homeboy, Herschel, Colin Morikawa, Cam Young, and Jordan Spieth were named U.S. captains for the President's Cup. For the other side, the Europeans, and I guess they're not all European. I don't even know. It's like the U.S.A. versus everybody, basically. Uh, I know they have uh, Sung J.M. I don't believe Rory's playing, uh, but they have a lot of them. Hideki, Matsuyama, all, them, all the big names from overseas basically. So, uh, we'll be diving into the President's Cup in the next few weeks. Starts uh, the 20th. Except, do you have anything else? No. Enjoy football this weekend. The NFL is back. College football is back. It was great seeing college football back in my Wisconsin Badgers coming back. Although, I still don't know what the Fox people were doing during Jump Around. If you haven't seen that video, go watch it because you will crack up. Still don't know what he was doing, but um, I don't know what college football rankings people are doing. Ohio State should still be number two, in my opinion. Wisconsin won. They shut out Illinois State and dropped a spot. Don't know how. All you guys sleeping on Wisconsin. College football playoff. Winning the Big Ten. Winning the Big Ten. Defeating Ohio State in the Big Ten Championship. (laughs) I want that to happen. That's not going to. So enjoy college football. Enjoy football. NFL starting tomorrow. Bills, Rams. We'll be diving in to all the, you know there's going to be a lot of injuries this week one. Uh, sad to say, but there's going to be. There's probably going to be some upsets. Teams that are expected to be good that don't play very well and teams that are complete trash on paper but play well. So thank you guys for listening. Let's always come back here next week.